Welcome to this week's episode of Serving the Community Podcast. Each week, your host, Trisha Stutzel, is highlighting people and organizations in our communities that are serving through volunteer work and giving back to make our community, country, and even the world a kinder place to live. Good morning. My name is Trisha Stutzel, owner of Results Extreme Business Solutions and founder of Serving the Community podcast. Welcome to this week's episode where I'm talking to Connie Miller, the founder and president of New Heart Living. Connie, welcome to the show. Oh, how are you? I'm very good. I'm so excited about having you on the show today. So Neely Miller is a mutual friend of ours, not related, although you guys have the same last name. We were just having this conversation before. And Neely introduced us. And wow, the work that you're doing, Connie, is so amazing. So can you just give us an introduction to New Heart Living and how you got into this work serving the community through the prison system? Wow. <laughs> well, I have to go back into 2010 first. Perfect. Um, um, I'm from Illinois. So is my husband. And we had met online, actually, both living in Illinois. And he was a pastor at that time. And we met online and it was super quick, totally a God thing. Married within two and a half months. And God thrust me into being a pastor's wife. And I've never done anything like that before. So uh, he was literally, we were in East St. Louis. And so uh, we pastored there for eight months. And then God moved us to Texas in 2010. So um, fast forward, we pastored a church for nine years. And toward the end of that nine years, we knew God was going to call us out to do something else. But uh, about 2019, um, he started putting it on my heart to New Heart Living because through those years of pastoring, I was a mess when I first came into being a pastor's wife. You know, I was in the midst of a pain pill addiction and I, I was saved for 20 years. I knew the Lord, but I didn't understand his grace. I thought as long as I did what he wanted and pleased him, he was okay with me. And if I didn't, then he was mad. You know, I just had a very wrong picture of God. So through all of that, he was showing me who he really was and what his grace was really all about. And one day I got the revelation. I should have got the revelation when I first got saved, but it was never about what I had done. It was about what he did for me. So um, during that time, I wrote two books with my journey and my struggles and my torment. I'd go in dark places, just go through this cycle of doubting my salvation, my security and his love. So um, if he'd not put me to be a pastor's wife, I would have never come to the place where I am right now. So toward the end of that nine years, um, he started putting on my heart about new heart living. And so we went to a, a, a coach, a life coach that helped us birth this out of, out of me, actually. And he's like, what are you about? If somebody could say, what are you about? And I said, it's well, all about the new new heart. You know, he's given us a new heart. Um, he's given us, we're a new creation. We have a new life. We have a new identity. So it's all about the new. So that is how new heart living was birthed. The name literally new heart living. So focusing on the new. So I teach, equip and inspire the body of Christ through focusing on the new. So that was in the spring of 2019 that, um, that was birthed. And then it was June of that year that 
my husband got a job as a chaplain um, within the Texas Department of Criminal Justice. And we knew that would be an opportunity for both of us to um, do work in the prison system because we had taught together, pastored together, done a radio show. It was a team thing, you know? So, so him getting that position actually opened up a door for me and for God to open, take new heart living into the prison system and everything I had been through, everything that I had learned, all my insecurities, all my wrong beliefs about me, about God, how he really saw me. I was going to take it in to the men of all people. And I've just seen God do amazing things for, for the men. It's just, it's incredible. It's an incredible, incredible ministry. So that's how it started. Wow. It's such an amazing story, Connie. And I know before we started our recording today, I was telling you how much I love the new everything, right? The new, the new, the new, and the new heart living birthed out of all of that. And I think it's really cool that you were talking with a life coach and somebody drew that out of you. And, you know, it's the energy that brings us together, right? It's something in, in, in the world that we live in. And there's something that draws us all together and, and you know what it is, right. And you feel him and you're able to deliver that into the prison system. So tell me more about the ministry and kind of, you know, day in the life of Connie, when she's bringing this ministry, uh, to the prison system. Well, you really want to know that. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I go in seven times a month. I go to the main building to, um, twice a month. And then we have the trustee camps, which those are the men that they are going to definitely be getting out. Um, they've kind of earned their way into these trustee camps. It's not quite as strict. So seven times a month. So I have to prepare teachings to go in. Um, but, but when I was pastoring, um, God brought a book called the rest of the gospel when the partial gospel has wore you out. And um, I started reading that and it was amazing because like we know we're forgiven right but that's the part we focus on but we don't realize that something happened to us the moment that we believe in Jesus and the finished work that literally something happens inside of us we, he gives us a new heart he gives us a new spirit and he gives us the holy spirit so we don't focus on that and now we're in union with god he lives in us so when i go in i focus on union you know, like, you know, God, we're not separate now. We're no longer, we think he's out there somewhere. <laughs> we always talk from separation. Well, no, that was the point of the cross. So that we would no longer be separated. He's taken care of our sin issue. He's cast it as far as the East is to the West. So that's no longer tripping him up anymore. I always tell the guys, you're more tripped up about what you do than God is. He says, I'm trying to get you to focus on who you really are. So I talk to them as if they already know God, because in that, God's going to do the work in them. It's, I'm just the vessel. So, you know, whether they know him or not, the Holy Spirit, they hear that the Holy Spirit's doing the work. So I just teach them the three-part man, because that's something I was never taught, that, you know, we're, we're spirit, soul, and body. And when you're born again, this body and this soul, which is our mind, will emotions don't get born again. You know, it's the spirit that does. So that's why we have to renew our mind to the truth. You know, we've got to constantly be renewing and reminding ourselves who we really are, whose we really are. So when I go in, I don't sit here and I don't, I don't focus on what they've done, what they do. I speak to them as, as if God speaking to them and who they are, how he sees them. 
Um, you know, I get in the word. I There's Bible verses that was never taught right to me that I've since learned. This is what this really means. And it's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> totally freeing. And so that's what I do. I just, all those messages are focused around the new. You know, I'm not gonna, God's not dealing with our old man anymore. He's dealing with the new man always. He's elevating because that's how God always spoke to me. He spoke to me who I really was because all I saw was what I did, you know? So I getting them to change their belief system about who they are, how God sees them is what's going to change them. And when they get out, they'll be different. Absolutely. And serving our community that way, right? Preparing these men to come out of being incarcerated and uh, bringing them back into society, right? With the belief that you're talking to them about. I know that you, um, you said, you mentioned a couple of minutes ago that you wrote a couple of books. And I know that those are some tools that you use uh, when you bring your ministry into the prison. So one, tell us the name of the books and also tell us how you use those as tools in your ministry. My first book's Two Hearts Collide. And all that is, is um, I journal. I, I was always journaling. And I remember God, one day I said, God, I, I'm always journaling to you, but I got to get out of my head. <laughs> I got to hear what you're having to say here. Okay. So I just sat down. And I just started writing as if he was writing to me. And I read it back and I just cried. I'm like, this was me writing it, but this wasn't me. And that began the, the journey of my relationship with him on pen to paper. And so I just began writing like that, hearing from it. I tell you, it opened up. It was amazing. So that's my first book. I have my journal entries and then I have what he would respond back to me. And I'm all over the place in those journal entries. I said, it's like I'm bipolar, but God's not, thank goodness, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's my first book. And a lot of people say, you know, you say to God what I always want to say, you know? And I was like, well, that's, he just wants us to be real with him. It's not like he doesn't know it anyway, right? So that's the first one. And then the second one is downloads from the heart of daddy God, which is just more writings, but it's more like a, it can be used one-on-one as a personal devotional. I have his writings, I have uh, Bible verses and then questions for you to answer. And I have taught that in a ladies group as well and seen how powerful it is. So I give both those books to the men and the men actually are telling the correctional officers about them and wanting me to give them to the correctional officers. So, I mean, so they can see that I'm coming with, to them from a place of, I know what it's like to be in this doubt and turmoil inside when you feel this way about yourself, you know? And so they can yeah. read my, my struggle and where I've come from. And so that's how I use them. And I, I just give them away. I give them to as many people as I can give them to. That's wonderful. And, you know, when you can share your true self with others, that's when we start to build that trust, right? And that relationship so that we can build on that. I think that's so special. So Connie, let's talk about what the community can do for my listeners. If they want to help with this particular ministry, how can they get involved or what can they do to help with this ministry? Well, we, New Heart Living also provides hygiene supplies. So there's an indigent, indigent population within the prison system, meaning they don't have anybody on the outside and they get the bare minimal. So we bring in deodorant, soaps, toothpaste, things like that, notebooks, Bibles. So if they want to donate, um, they can send it to me, care of New Heart Living. I mean, New Heart Living, care of Connie Miller. Okay. Um, 
do you want me to give the address or? I will. So I'll post that in the show notes as well as the comments below so that they have the exact address and that way they're not having to um, copy it down. <laughs> and then of course, we're always, we always needing financial donations. Um, okay. I you know, have a PayPal account where they can do that or Venmo. And we are a 5013C. So anything they give, if they want to have a tax deductible statement at the end of the year, we can provide that. So um, yes, because it's, you know, it's gas, it's, it's teaching materials, all of that stuff, you know, and then everything to give out in the prison. Definitely. And for those of you who are listening, her website is really easy. It's ConnieMiller.online, right? C-O-N-N-I-E-M-I-L-L-E-R.online. And then I'll put the physical address down below as well as uh, Connie's contact information so that you can reach out. What an amazing space. And for you to be able to share your story, your own heart, right? You're (laughs) new uh, with those who need it the most. Um, we've got a little bit of time. Can you, do you have one success story that you would love to share? Oh gosh, there's my favorite. I give this message. It's called the Holy butt. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, this is when I first started teaching and it's like, what we really believe always comes after the butt, right? Like we always put the God stuff before the butt. Like I know God loves me, but I don't feel like it. So the Holy butt is putting the God stuff after the butt. So there was this gentleman, he was in a wheelchair, he had one leg, and he'd never been there before. I'd been coming in this whole time, and there he was. And I said, you know, your wife's left you, but God, what are you doing? What are you about God? And I saw this man just bawling. And at the end, this happened in the particular time that I, I wanted him to fill out feedback, because I do that occasionally, like how's New Heart Living impacted you? And so he was the first guy that was done filling it out. And I could see he had a whole page worth. And he says, you can read this right now if you want to. Cause usually I take him back. It's like a little treasure chest, you know, <laughs> read it when I get home. <laughs> well, I read it and he says, I'm leaving. This was Sunday. He says, I'm leaving Thursday. I found out my wife is divorcing me. And he says, I was planning on how to kill myself when I got out of here on Thursday. And then he says, but in big capital letters, God, and I, I, I still get you. And, and then I gave him my books and my husband came back two days later to check on him. He had read the first one completely. And he says, your wife was sent for me. You know, he had read it. He says, everything that she says is what I want to say to God. And I will never forget it. I was just like, suicide was prevented just from a simple message like that. That's how impactful and how much needed a ministry in the prison is. So yeah, absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. I got goosebumps and even teary eyed. Like what, what an amazing story that you were there for a reason. Maybe you didn't know, he didn't know, but you were brought together. Right, on purpose. It was very purposeful, right? I love that so much. Connie, thank you so much for being on the show with me today. New Heart Living is an amazing ministry. I love the work that you're doing. I hope that the audience will uh, take action and send Connie either some heartfelt message or if you can help in some way, that would be amazing as well. So Connie Miller, New Heart Living, thank you for being with me today having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. And that 
concludes this week's podcast of Serving the Community, and I'll see you next time.